folks. Um, I'm Pastor Jennifer. I serve Bryan Community Church here in Bryan, Texas. We're a new church plant, and uh, we are a church that loves God, loves people, and shares Christ's hope with the world. Um, I encourage you, if you are visiting us for the first time, to check us out online at briancommunitychurch.org. Again, that's briancommunitychurch.org. Um, we are, again, very new, so if you would like to follow us along on the journey, please uh, feel free to give us your email, and every week we send you kind of an, an update of what is going on. Um, I'd like to also share with you the messages that I speak each week to the church. And so today's message, it is a difficult one. Um, we are talking about following God faithfully, even though we don't necessarily understand his plans. And to, to set us up for um, the passage that I'm gonna to read to you, uh, I wanna just ask you, have you ever had to do something really hard? Uh, maybe you wanted to learn a new trade and uh, you have never done it before. Maybe it's a, a, a new skill, something that you've always wanted to do but you hadn't tried before. Uh, maybe it was playing the piano or learning how to, to ski or snowboard. Um, maybe what you had to do was pass a, a very difficult test uh, or write a paper for a school assignment uh, and maybe uh, your boss had given you a deadline that you needed to meet and there was a goal that you had set for yourself and for your company. And I imagine whatever that goal is or, or whatever that new task you learned, it was probably really difficult and it probably took a lot of time, uh, many, many hours, uh, a lot of studying. Maybe you even had to call on other resources, other people to help you um, in order to overcome it. Now this, brothers and sisters, Whatever it is that you've worked really hard to accomplish, it probably never came um, as hard as having to make a, a decision about someone's life. Uh, and I do know that there are people who have had to make that decision in life. Um, and I, I just can't, I can't imagine or pretend to put myself in their place. But there was another gentleman uh, throughout scripture who had to make a difficult decision and he had to make the difficult decision to follow God faithfully um, even though uh, it would come at the cost of his son. And that is where we find ourselves today. Um, we're in Genesis chapter 22 and Abraham, his faith is tested. And so I'm going to read it to you. Um, if you have your Bibles, um, you can follow along. But we are told that sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, Abraham replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering, as on a mountain, I will show you. So early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son, Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servant, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father Abraham, Father, Yes, my son Abraham replied. The fire and the wood, they're here, Isaac said. But where's the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, 
God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told them about, Abraham built an altar there and rearranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and in the thicket he saw a ram caught in its thorns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place the Lord will provide. And to this day it said, on the mountain of the Lord. On this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. Now, this is a difficult passage. I remember having to preach from it um, as an assignment for my classes that I took in seminary. Uh, this was one of those that after we preached, all of the students were given a hard time um, and made to think even deeper than maybe they've ever thought before. Uh, because this is a passage in which God is asking somebody to sacrifice his son. And uh, we could just dive deep and have some really thick theological conversations about it. I mean, we've been asked to sacrifice before, right? We've been asked to sacrifice time, money, opportunities, but another person's life? No, I hope not. I hope not. Um, so if persons have been wrestling with God over this passage for thousands of years, I don't think that we're going to solve or understand it today. Uh, however, I think there is something that, that we can draw from it, at least for the meantime. Um, you know, first of all, we, we can't fathom what's taking place. For a hundred years, Abraham had been wanting a son. He'd been praying for his son, him and his wife. Um, they had wanted this son, and God had promised Abraham, Abraham, out of you are going to be uh, great nations that are going to come from you. And, and yet Abraham waited, and he waited. You can imagine uh, somebody being uh, 60, no children, 70, no children, 80, still no children. I imagine um, they just gave up on that thought. Um, yet at the age of 100, Abraham welcomed his new son Isaac into the world. And so uh, he would have cherished Isaac as any good parent cherishes their son, no matter the age in which um, he or she conceives. He loves Isaac. We love our children. They're so precious. They're um, just unbelievable um, in terms of just there has to be a God in order to have a, a child or bring life into the world. At least those were the thoughts that came to my mind when I had my children. And so now God, it, you're asking me to do what? You know, can you just imagine Abraham's thoughts? that went through his mind. God, no way am I going to give up my child. I still to this day, no way would I let anyone take my child. No way would, would, I, would I sacrifice them on an altar. And yet here God is asking Abraham to do that. Um, 
what was Abraham thinking? He, gosh, I'd get, I'd get sick physically. I would be sick. I wouldn't be able to sleep. I would be agitated. I wonder if Abraham got agitated with his wife. Hey, Abraham, come pick up your socks. You left them on the floor. Did he snap at Sarah and say, pick them up yourself? Or, you know, say something else to the side um, towards her. Gosh, I just... But yet this is where we find ourselves and this is the passage um, and we have to wrestle with it. And so, you know, I'm sure he struggled as he went with his servants and his son and, and the wood to make the sacrifice. I bet you this was the thought, longest three-day walk of his entire life. Uh, I would drag my feet. I might take lots of naps and breaks. Um, I wonder if he was silent. Or did he murmur to himself or did he go off to the side and have meltdowns and breakdowns? You know, I guess we will we will never know. And then finally, when Abraham left his servants and continued on with his son Isaac, what conversations were had? Uh, and then did Abraham have to tackle his son once Isaac realized what his dad was going to do to him? I mean, gosh, it's unbelievable. But yet he followed faithfully. And this is the, the passage that I want you to underline. And I, I did in my own Bible. We are told God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. When Isaac asked his dad, dad, where, where's this offering? God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. God will provide. Think about that. God will provide. And God did. God provided at just the right moment, when all hope seemed to be lost, God provided. No one else, nothing else, just at the right time that God deemed necessary, just at the right time, in the right way, God stepped in. And I think this is the passage and this is the moment and this is the lesson I want us to concentrate on. We're not going to understand or unpack why in the world God would ask such a horrendous thing of Abraham. But we can know that God is a provider. And that when we are obedient, like Abraham was obedient, and we walk out our path, God provides everything else that is needed. Right? And so in life, sometimes when we are listening to the voice of God and we're called to, to go and do something crazy like plan a new church or um, to raise a family or to take a new job opportunity or say no to a job opportunity, we need to understand this. If God is saying no to an opportunity or if God is saying yes to an opportunity and it doesn't make sense to us, we don't have all of the pieces Put together, what I want you to take away from this message is what I said before and what Abraham said to his son. God will provide. We don't have to understand it. And we might be overwhelmed with thoughts, emotions, questions, doubts. But remember, God still provides. And so as a new church plan, as faithful followers of Christ, as community members, um, as people who are just seeking to live out God's will and God's ways, I want to encourage you to hear this message 
and to lean on God and trust him. Because ultimately, thank God, Abraham did not have to sacrifice his son. But there is someone who sacrificed, and that's our Heavenly Father, that he did sacrifice his son, Jesus, that God did provide the ultimate lamb to forgive us of our sins and our inadequacies and our faults and our failures, that there's nothing that we could do, there's nothing that we could say that could ever come close to being Jesus Christ and the ultimate sacrifice. And so God made a way for us so that we could have um, a relationship with our Heavenly Father, so that we could experience eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave, he gave, he sacrificed his son so that whoever believes in him will have eternal life. And brothers and sisters, eternal life, it doesn't just happen now. I mean, excuse me, it doesn't just happen in the future, right, after we die, but it happens now. It does happen now. And this is this is what I think we forget, is that eternity is right now in the present moment. We don't have to wait for it. We just have to grasp hold of it. And we grasp hold of it by allowing Jesus in our heart and in our life and to lead us. And God provides. He did Christ, and God will provide today, tomorrow, and always. We just have to be obedient like Abraham was obedient and God promises to be faithful to us and to step in at the right time with the right resources, whatever they look like, but whatever is best. It's always what's best because God looks out for us because he loves us and he cares for us. Brothers and sisters, I pray that you have heard the word of God and you know the word of God. And I thank you on behalf of Bryan Community Church for allowing me to share this word with you today. God bless.